Antiliakis here, and welcome to a very special edition of the Source Podcast by Daily Pay. We're live at the Super Bowl of Payroll, the Payroll Org's 41st Annual Payroll Congress, the largest payroll event in the world, where I had the opportunity to sit down with leaders from across the industry to discuss the latest trends and challenges shaping the modern payroll experience. All right, so welcome, Don. So good to see you uh, here. Tell us, introduce yourself a little bit. Don Taylor, I know, but tell me a little bit about what you do and where you do it. Sure, my name is Don Taylor. Yeah. I live in Breckenridge, Colorado. I've been doing payroll for two cents now. So I worked for this company back in 98 to 2006. Yeah. I left for nine years and came back and now I'm the payroll manager and it's just been an, an amazingly crazy journey. Yeah. So you're a, you're a boomerang payroll practitioner. I am. So many of us, I would say, don't aspire to grow up to be in payroll, but we, but we land there. And thankfully you all, you practitioners, I am not a practitioner any longer, but thankfully so many have stayed for a very long time and we, we appreciate you. So awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So what made you go from payroll, leave payroll and come back? What did you do in between? I did a lot of different things. I worked for a nonprofit that dealt with domestic violence and sex assault victims, oh, and wow. I was super passionate about that. Yeah. I wanted to help people in our community. And then I also worked at a dental office. I'm kind of the master of nothing, but love yeah. to try anything yeah. and everything. Jack of all trades, master uh, of none. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a big joke in high school. What yeah. does Don want to do this week? So I I will try anything pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So. Yeah. You have but, a... yeah. So it's something since I was a child have been interested in as far as numbers go. I always had the cash register yeah. as a kid. So never thought I'd be in numbers because I'm really not that great at math. I'm the same. I'm the same. Don't tell anybody that. Yeah. I have a Go figure, key. right? The payroll guy's not good at math, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me to do the tip at dinner because I'm, yeah, I'll mess it up somehow. How funny. But I just <laughs> love, whatever reason, payroll is something, now that I'm a payroll manager, I'm a little bit sad because I really enjoy processing payroll and now I have someone else doing that oh, for me. Okay. So I'm like, I yeah, want to do it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Well, thankfully, again, that you are uh, in payroll. We appreciate what you do. That's it's, uh, it's awesome. So how many years have you been in payroll? So I've been in payroll for about 12 or 13 years total. Okay, so you've seen a, it's changed. It's changed a lot. Uh, how's it changed for you? We did a lot more manual payroll the first that I was doing. Yeah. I started marketing and then a job became available. Actually, the, one of the gals who was sort of my mentor is here, who I met years later again, who worked for our company and then went to Denver. So I just was interested in it. So I decided to take that yeah. leap. And then we were a lot more manual then. Yeah. And then now in timesheets, running uh, reports on paper. Now yeah. everything is so digital. We are I would say 95% paperless in nice. our HR slash payroll department yeah. for our company. Uh, it, everything is so much more automated that you get to rely on these companies to help you. However, I like to do my due diligence to make sure I still know how to process a check yeah. from start to finish. Yes. There is so much of a hands-on nature to payroll that I think you're right. There's a lot of people who do the processing and then they graduate maybe to become or promoted, right? They get promoted into management or whatever and it's like they lose that like day-to-day hands-on, and I think that we as practitioners crave that, right? Like, because yes. you gotta be in the weeds with payroll. You, you just have to, there's you no other way. You have to know what you're doing. There's yeah. no other way. So you have to have that sense of, okay, what do I need to do next? Even with an SOP, yeah. you still need to know what you're doing. So yes. I, def I agree. Yeah. And I, it's interesting to me how your employees just think it happens. They have I, I know, absolutely right? it's magic. no idea. It's, it's magic. magic. You're a magician. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they'll call on Thursday and say, hey, can I change my direct deposit? I'm like, I sent payroll on Tuesday. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, so. It's pretty fun. So what's it like in your in your world in terms of payroll? Like what's the what keeps you up at night as a payroll manager? Oh my gosh. I wake up a lot coming up with ideas. I know, on right? How to oh wait, I could process that easier. That earnings code yeah. might work better if we did it this way. So 
We have implemented a system and we're, we have workarounds because I don't think any system is perfect. Yeah. So we have a lot of spreadsheets and audits uh -oh. to keep everything in order, yeah. which I think is our due diligence to make sure everything's paid correctly. So my main thing is, even if we're five cents out of balance, I have to find that. I oh, can't yeah. not pay someone Payroll's five be cents. It does. Yeah, I'm not be one person who won't do it perfectly. <laughs> I, I, just, I wake up a lot with timekeeping. For whatever reason, yeah. timekeeping issues will come to me when I'm sleeping, or we could try this or do this better. Well, very often the build to gross is the, is the hardest part of payroll versus the gross net. The gross net's almost easy. It's like just getting to the to the gross, yes. right? To be able to do that, so. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then you know, we're in a bunch of different states now that we weren't prior to COVID, so we have yeah. a lot of challenges with, I guess actually one of the things that keeps me up is how do I do all the taxes for these states that we're in? Because I'm not a tax expert. Yeah. I'd like to think I'm becoming one. Yes, I've yes. I've had to become one, which is cool. I like the challenge, but I don't feel super comfortable making those decisions on, yeah, this is perfect. Yes. So those are the things that I wake up yeah, front yeah. of mind, yeah. top of mind but for you. But it's nice that we're allowed, or we're able to allow our employees to work in different states. Yes. And you know, be able to be their best person that they can be. It creates being more able work to, for you, though. It does. Yeah, create remote, a ton remote creates more work. work. Yeah. Yes. Now, do you let? Does is it work from home or is it work from anywhere? Do you let, allow work from anywhere? We don't allow work from anywhere. Yeah. I'm actually our company's pretty cool in that I get to research the state first. Awesome. If the benefits are greater than what they are in Colorado, because that's where we're based out of, then we won't allow that state. Okay, For instance, I see. California, yeah. you know, their overtime rules are different, yeah. their time off benefits are different, and they're greater than what we offer the There's majority of our employees. Yeah. yeah, so we are pretty good at researching. I've learned a lot about yeah. researching. I've made a lot of mistakes. And then they work from home, and it's, main, it's only certain jobs that we can really allow that for, since we are in hospitality. We have operations that are 24-7 on-site and then our, our support teams. And yeah. those support teams are the ones that will allow yeah. to work remote. Wow, very good. Yeah, you know, you have to offer those sorts of things as a, as a, as a flexibility enabler, as, a, as an employer. And I think it's, it sounds like your, your organization is very open-minded about the employee experience, yes, right? And are. making them, making people, you know, fit their their goals, right? Their right. needs, what they want. Because we're all different. We all we have are. things that motivate us. We have different lenses. We have different motivations for being at work. It's all money at the end, but yes. but let's be honest, right? I mean, for some people, it's their kids. It's for others, it's a vacation they're all working towards or whatever. Yes. And, and it's unique now. And I think that, you know, the world that we live in, hyper-personalization is expected, and, and the workplace is no different now, and that's that's important. It's great that you have an employer that's willing to embrace true. that. It's very true, and prior to coming to this, I actually texted my boss earlier saying, this has been such a good reset for me, because yeah. I'm really, I want to say burnt out, but I'm feeling a little bit like we're hand-holding a lot, and we're trying to make it so easy for our employees, but it makes it so much harder for our department to process. And one of the main things I've taken from this conference is, if we can make it happen for the employee, we should. We should yeah. definitely try. I so it. it's kind of renewed my, or turned my thought process around a little bit to not looking at it as hand-holding, but everybody's situation is totally different. Yes, yes, and like, why, the why behind it. Correct. It doesn't matter why. It, at the end of the day, the why behind it is important to that employee. Yes. And I think as an employer, if you can respect that, that dynamic and, and offer them help to facilitate solutions, I think that's yes. that's all you can do, right? right. I mean, it's, it, you know, you can't, you can't do everything. You can't, it's like your kids, you can't do everything, but you do what you can to try to help them get to the right answers, get to the right solutions and, and hopefully progress and be, that way. And so. be happy and yeah. be comfortable, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, along that lines, right? Like, I mean, 
obviously wellness is huge right now because you want people to have a good quality of life. And that, that translates to work and home. And home, can you can bring things from home to work. And look, we all have, we're all going through something yes. at some point, right? I mean, we all have struggles. We all have opportunities. And I think that, again, it's unique to each person. Yes. And being able to let them solve things is, is really, really important. So how do you guys look at wellness? What, what's, what are your wellness approach at your organization? We're, we are really, we, well, we have a wellness fair every year yeah. that we oh. allow all of our employees to, nice. to come to this wellness fair. They're allowed to get blood work done for free. Oh, I love and it. And then we have different booths of different companies yeah. that are local so they can see different options that are out there for nice. maybe not normal Western medicine type healthcare. And then we, you know, in our department and across our company, we're really good at saying, you know, if you need a day, if you need a personal time, some yeah. personal time, take it. We want you to feel good. So we're really yeah. good at, I think we're doing a really good job of letting our employees know that they have a say in this. Yeah. Our company's also based on giving the employee the ability to, instead of asking, saying, yeah. I would like to do this. So intent-based leadership is what oh, we nice. call it. Oh, nice, okay, so yeah. It's based off of a book from a Navy captain. Yeah, okay. so it's pretty cool. Very good. So we are, I would say we're, Maybe not ahead of the game on wellness, but we sure are trying to make yeah. sure our employees feel good. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's outstanding. You want to be able to bring your total self to work, and your total self brings problems, right? right. I mean, we all have them, like yeah. we said. And so, yeah, it's great that your employer is forward about looking to solve those things, right, before they absolutely. become a problem. So, yeah, I love it. So we, where, is, where does Earned Wage Access fit into your to your organization at this point? Have you guys, have you guys uh, gotten to that journey yet? So we've looked at it. We actually have a couple pain points with some of our employees that are commission-based. Yeah. So yeah. our company really takes the inclusion and diversity really seriously. So if it doesn't help every employee, we aren't necessarily going to implement something. So that's where yeah. I'm running into with same day pay or, yeah. or those types of things. Is a part of our population currently, the way we bring in pay, we don't have a, a good workaround for using the same day pay or on-demand pay and things of that nature at this point. However, I think the conversations I'm having at this conference are yeah. really opening the doors to maybe there's a little bit more work for our leaders to do to get these tips and commissions on timesheets on a daily basis, yeah. which in turn puts more on them, a little bit less on us and payroll. However, in turn, it gives our employees more of an opportunity to use on-demand pay where it wouldn't be possible if we didn't make yeah. some changes. So I'm really excited to take back, you know, I've been pushing back on it like, nope, nope, nope. But now I really feel like after seeing the amount of yeah. um, vendors here, that it's something we need to really consider. So yeah. my it, question to these teams yeah. here are into daily pay is how do you include these commission employees? So Yes, yes, yes. Well. That's a great question. I'll leave that to them to answer, but it sounds like you're readying your organization to maybe have, have this opportunity to bring this wellness solution in. You know, I, I think it's, it's, it's really becoming a standard, if you want to be honest, in payroll. It has. It's a standard. And definitely in the hospitality world, definitely in that world where there's a high hourly uh, population of, 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 of folks. And look, it's not exclusive. Like, like, financial challenges are not exclusive to people who make hourly wages, right? No. It's, it's across the board, and I think that, you know, the the idea that I can, as an employee, can with dignity solve my own problems without having to make that walk of shame to the payroll manager or my boss and be like, I need a hundred bucks to get to right. payday. That is so 
enriching, right? That's yes. so that's so empowering for the employee. And I, I think it's I think it's amazing. So, is you know that's the sort of thing I think more organizations need to look look at it for and and understand that. And, and the other thing, if you look at the way I, I was a former payroll practitioner, right? A lot of times, organizations will go, you know, the, the payroll organization will see it as, oh, it's one other thing I got to do. It's one more thing. But the reality of it is, it's actually more of an enabler to the payroll manager to be able to solve problems. Right. And that, that is refreshing. So It is. And yeah. that's the, that is my mindset change yes. of, you know, my, my initial thought is, how come people can't balance their checkbooks? Checkbooks. Who even writes checks anymore? But how can people can't balance yeah. their accounts and know where they're at? That's not reality anymore. That's, you know, my grandparents and my yes. parents teaching me how to balance yeah. a checkbook. That's not what we live in anymore. So for me, it's been a, I, I'm feeling old all of a sudden yeah. to the world of this is what people want and this is what's going to help them. And we live in a place, and I know it's not, you know, specific to where I live in Colorado, but it's really hard to live in Breckenridge where I live. because It's very expensive. Yeah. It's hard to find housing. You know, you do find housing and you have it's to come up with $4,000. Yeah. yeah, so it's really, I do think it's a very important ad that I have full transparency pushed back on and pushed back on. And yeah. after being here for the past couple days, that has truly changed. Yeah, yeah, you're feeling better about it. Yeah, I that's am. good, that's good. I am. Well, you know, listen, I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I have, as an industry analyst and, and thought leader, I have worked with and researched many of these solutions since day one, years, of, you know, five, six, seven years, whatever it's been, that these were starting to enter the market. And I'll tell you, I recoiled when I first heard them, right? I was thinking constructive receipt. I was thinking, well, what about, you know, just financial irresponsibility and, and all the things that trigger, right? Because we've all grown up in a world where that didn't exist. And so this sounds counterintuitive. And as a payroll manager, our DNA is risk management. It's controls. It's 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 money manage. It's money money protection. It's it's all of that, right? And so, I think we naturally have a barrier we throw up and start to make excuses, right? I talked about this on another episode that a lot of them are just psychological fears that the payroll practitioner or the leadership has. And the reality is, when you look at the the, the data, once these things go and in, go into place, they're set it and forget it. There's almost nothing for payroll to do. And if anything, it's a negligible impact to payroll, but it's a massive impact and ROI to the other side of the business, which is the talent, right? Retention, you know, referrals. Go, You can go on and on. And I think that that is very eye-opening for the organization Absolutely. when they go, oh, wait a minute, there's an ROI too? Like, yeah. and our employees are healthier and happier? Yes. Like, yeah. why not, right? It's a no-brainer, no-brainer. We allow our employees to take pay advances, but you're right, that walk of shame or that feeling of, now someone in payroll is going to know that I don't have yeah. enough money to pay for this bill. And you can see it. You can, Awful. when they write what they need, you know, you can feel, and I'm very empathetic in most ways. And I, I feel for them, you know, yeah, I want to help them, but it's yeah. all, you know, sometimes, you know, because yeah. I've been in that situation but there's before. Rules, right? you there's gotta, rules, right? Yeah, you got to, yeah, and you yeah, just have policy. to, yeah, but I'm yeah. excited. I'm actually really excited to see where we might take this with our company yeah. and see if we can make our employees more happy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been, we do a lot of employee surveys. And so that is one yeah. of the things on our employee surveys, which we also take to heart. We have changed so many policies and yeah. so many benefits and perks due to what our employees say. So I am excited to maybe be able to bring this to the table. That's great. Are you hearing a pull from your employees for this? Are they asking? We have some that ask. I've seen it sometimes, a little yeah. bit, yeah. But I don't see it 
I haven't seen where it's like, okay, we really need to take a look yeah. at this right now. So yeah. it'd be great if we could be a little more proactive with it and yeah. and you know say, hey, this is a new perk that we're rolling out. Yes, so. that's great. So you, you mentioned the word change there, right? A lot of change in policy, a lot. Of, but it sounds like you're listening to the employees, which is fantastic, right? The voice of the employee is so critical. And, you, and as we know, right? The customer experience begins at the employee experience, and if the employee is having voicing concerns, imagine it's probably hitting the customer in some way. So, yeah, no, that's that's super that you're that that you're that in tune with the employee yes. voice, and so I love that. And and how do you guys see, you know, the change element of this? Like like just all the changes that you've been through. Like how do you how do you manage your change there? Do you guys have a good quality change management program? I don't know if we necessarily have a good or great program. You feel you're good at it, I guess. But yeah. I enjoy, I embrace change. Yeah. I'm, if something's going to make our lives easier, better, and better for our, and oh, the yeah. first thing I want to look at is, does it help our employees? That is something I take to heart and I want to implement. If it's something that only helps HR or payroll and doesn't help because we're one and the same, it doesn't help our employees, I'm not necessarily for that. Yeah. I want to be all-encompassing and I think I'm almost a little bit too empathetic like I, I think I give too much sometimes and I don't think about how is that going to affect us. Right, right. In the payroll world. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, well you have to, as a payroll manager, you got to put things through a lot of different lenses. And you know, I think it's a, it's such an, it's such a fun role in that way. Cause you get to be like, like it's never the same day. I mean, even though you're always running payroll and doing the same thing, it always feels like it's never the same day. It's you know what I mean? It's never the same day. Yeah. You're always I tackling the next problem. And yes. you know, I was saying earlier that you know, we see a lot of this talk about artificial intelligence and, and all of these things replacing the payroll practitioner. And I don't think that's the case. I think you're going to see a, a, a much more of an augmentation and an elevation of the payroll of the payroll role. And when you look at all of the types of skills that it takes to be successful in the future with AI, it's all soft skills that payroll leaders have in, in spades, right? Adaptability, creativity, emotional intelligence. I mean, that is where I think payroll, I think payroll is really going to get a chance to shine because they're going to have this, you know, all that monotony taken off of them to focus on real impactful stuff like figuring out wellness and helping with employee, you know, taking employee feedback and doing something with that. And that has to feel good. It's empowering. Right? It does. It has it's, to make you yeah, feel really good. It does. It really yeah. does. It's it's definitely interesting how yeah. that all, all is encompassing. Yeah. How much do you feel your leadership is invested in payroll as a as a value outlet? Do you feel that they're do they see payroll as a as a as a source of value in your organization? It sounds like probably just so. the way they yeah. treat HR, right? Yes, I'm so lucky to have such a great team of HR and, and payroll, and even our entire company is really tight, and it's it's really cool because you come to these conferences and you hear people talk about how they don't have that really good cohesive you know, oh, HR did this, but they didn't tell payroll. We don't have that, That's and I'm awesome. so thankful yeah. for that. So we are always bouncing ideas off one another on awesome. how we yeah. can make something work better. I, We really, not only do we listen to our employees, but our leaders listen to the, the leadership as yeah. well. Yeah, it sounds like you have a very, very, very healthy culture. I think we do. I think yes. there's always room for improvement. Oh yeah. But I think overall, we are in a really good place as a company where we really push for the best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been awesome. So I, I like to ask one fun question while we're here. Oh boy. Um, so let me think about this. H how many of these have you been to? This is my first Congress. Okay, okay, yes. last year was my first. Okay. 30 years in the industry, I came the last year the first time. Super impressed, I love it. So like, what are you most excited about this week? What do you, is it a, is it a class, is it a costume contest, is it a party? 
what is it? What are you most excited I'm about? What's got you most geek. excited? I'm a geek. I signed up for 19 classes. Oh my. So is, there, is there time on the schedule to even accomplish barely. that? Barely. Okay. Barely. All right. Barely. Actually, I think I, there might be two expos that are on that list that okay. included in the 19, which is a lot of learning too. Yeah. I am a just, I'm a learning junkie. I take yeah. any and every possible class I can. Yes. You have to be it's you almost have to be I feel like you have to be an attorney or super super <laughs> smart to be in payroll because yeah. you have everything's changing you every know day yeah, yeah. you gotta know it all so I think the classes and the and the different types yeah. of classes we can take I did take a class at 515 today with IRS and Social Security Administration oh, so yes that was a tough one to take at 515 yes, on, a, on this yes. afternoon yeah but it was it was a lot of really good knowledge so good deal. I'm definitely a learner good good yeah there is no shortage of learning networking you know, innovation, parties, yes. fun. I mean, this is, I call it the Super Bowl of payroll, yeah. but it really is a, a festival yes. of, of payroll that celebrates payroll, I think. Absolutely. And the I love networking that. I love of that. people is something I, I'm it's a talker. I unmatched. Will, my coworkers, we've gone to other conferences for, with our software we're with, and, you know, they're all sitting at breakfast, not talking, and I'm everywhere. Cause yeah. How awesome. else are you going to learn new things yeah. or see what other people's pain points are other than asking? So. There's so much power in the payroll yes. community, and they help each other, and they're there for you, and someone's been through what you've, you're going through, reach yes, out. such support here. And yeah, get the help. It's yeah. there. there it's yeah. offered. So. Well, this has been awesome, Don. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And have Thank a good you. time here in uh, Denver. Absolutely. I Thanks know you so live much. here. but I know, but still, hey, enjoy I'm in your the city and I get to relax here. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. That's a wrap from PayrollCon. Thanks for tuning in. For more of The Source by DailyPay, head to dailypay.com or look for us wherever you get your podcasts.